Sent centre forward, found delightfully by Melker Halberg. Five in orange, one in purple, and it's Stevie May who gets there. And there's Stevie May, incredibly, to send the ball into the back of the net. Biragitis operating in a different time zone, underestimates May. And there he is to slay tackle man and ball home. Almost nine years now after that prolific season he had for St Johnston, Stevie mate, when he scored 27 goals, he's still got it. Welcome to episode 74 of the Stevie May Appreciation Podcast, formerly the Dogger Saints Podcast. I'm Sam Miller, and what a pack show we have as per. We have got theme team, Saints Masters, Club Shop of Shame, 
Wendy, who is making a triumphant return. And we're also speaking to the St. Johnson women's manager, Mark Nesbitt, to talk about St. Johnson women's team. But first, we should really head to Tannadice, shouldn't we? And this is what happened yesterday. Bum Club, Dundee United, welcome St. Johnson to Tannadice in desperate need of points. However, they haven't beaten the Perth side at home in their last six attempts. United start today in 12th and on a run of four defeats in a row. St. Johnson haven't been faring much better of late though. It's one win in eight for Callum Davidson's sides. St. Johnston had a rest last week having been knocked out of the Scottish Cup. Andy Considine is suspended after his red card against Celtic. Saint signed Nicky Clark from United last summer. St. Johnston haven't lost Tannadice for almost nine years now. Good record they have here on the road. As Behic looks to get one on target and well saved by Matthews. He's proved a good acquisition this season by Callum Davidson in Perth. Really distinct before and after for St Johnston as far as the World Cup break goes. Unbeaten in six before the tournament and one win in eight after. There's Halberg with some space. There's Stevie May! Clinical from the Saints centre forward. Found delightfully by Melker Halberg. Five in orange, one in purple. And it's Stevie May who gets there. And tangerine turbulence shakes Tanadice again. Drastic turn in fortunes this season for United. Finished fourth last term as Levitt takes aim. Oh yes, the coolest customer in Tannerice is Dylan Levitt as he sends the stands into raptures. Inch perfect strike, killed with one touch, buried with the second. And maybe United will come from behind to win a game this season. Still time here for United or Saints to go and do something about this. Games are normally close between them. As Birigiti takes a second too long. And there's Stevie May. Incredibly. To send the ball into the back of the net. Less than two minutes after United's equaliser. Birigiti's operating in a different time zone. Underestimates May. And there he is to slay tackle man and ball home. Almost nine years now after that prolific season he had for St Johnson, Stevie May. When he scored 27 goals, he's still got it. Injured in the process, Mark Birigiti. What a victory for St Johnston. A bloody brilliant match, a bloody brilliant result and uh, some absolutely top-class shite goalkeeping. Classic cinch. This is what Callum had to say after the match. I thought once we sort of settled down a little bit, you know, it's, it was two different systems. You know, when it was who was going to change and, and who was going to get the goal. Obviously, very fortunately, we got the goal. Uh, probably settled, settled us down more. You know, then we're able to sit in our shape and, and play off that. Uh, so, I, I like every game in this league, its first goals are so so important and just like we got it, but more so how we responded because we could have gone down, we could have they scored the same goal as a wonder strike, uh, we could have crumbled, but I thought we, we kept going and you know, delighted the, the players got the three points. Let's not beat around the bush here. Stevie the Goat May, uh, his second goal, especially one of the funniest things you'll see in football for a long time. Better get it going off injured as well. And then only on McCann hasn't always been the darling to St Johnson fans but uh, certainly said what everyone else was thinking I've highlighted this year because Charlie's good enough Charlie's good enough just to open up there get side on and just knock it into Arnold's room and, and then and just uh -huh. open out open out the game but his body shape's yeah. closing maybe that is Fadi you're right maybe it better get his set, set him a, a really uh, difficult ball to deal with on his bad foot but full marks to Stevie May because he's horsing in there he's taking everything and the goalkeeper goes down afterwards and I hope he's not hurt. But I just wondered whether he just thought to myself, or he's still lying there thinking, I've just had an absolute nightmare here. Mm -hmm. uh, and he just wants out of there. He most certainly did, Neil. I think only Nick Pope had a bigger blunder yesterday. But how would I describe the Dundee United players and performance? Well, I've got some famous friends and footballers and pundits to tell you just what I think. Average. Bang average. They're bang average. They're just... Bang average. Bang average. Bang average tonight. Bang average. Bang average. Bang average in midfield. Bang average season. You know, bang average position in the league. Bang average player. Bang average players. Bang average side. He's so bang average. Okay. Not even bang average. Could not have put it better myself. And how about Stevie May? Bang in form. Bang in form. He's bang in form. And finally, Dundee United's survival hopes. Bang in trouble. Life is the name of the game. I 
It's prize bundle time. And I guess, oh, I got a couple of texts last week asking why I'm playing that tune. It's from the Generation game, uh, classic 90s, love the 90s. And it's because they had a conveyor belt full of loads of prizes, cuddly toys and that. So this is what this prize bundle is all around. And we are going to throw shit tons into the mix this week. So I'll give you the rundown of what we have got in there thus far. We have got the sign, which was added last week, the signed Liam Craig shirt. We've got a prototype St. Johnson jersey from 2004. We've got a signed Sean Rooney print. We've got Carl Finnegan match attack signed card. We've got a signed Stephen McLean print. And this week, oh boy, we are going mahoosive this time. So it's time to bulk out the prizes. And I'm going to give you all the details about how you can get them all. Three prizes I'm adding to the bundle this week. One, which is we have to thank our good friends at St. Johnson Football Club and more importantly, the nicest man in goalkeeping, Elliot Parrish, who, if you remember his last game for the club uh, before he's kind of gone into his kind of mad semi-retirement thing, was against Rangers where he wore a pretty terrible baseball cap. We've got that baseball cap, ladies and gentlemen, and you could win it. Not only did it come from a match which St. Johnson won, it was again a match that St. Johnson won against Rangers and Elliot Parrish had an absolute blinder. So if that's his last game for the club, he's gone out absolutely on top. So we've got hold of his baseball cap that he wore, match-worn baseball cap uh, that he wore during that match. We'll post photos of that as soon as we receive it. But he is, it's Amity Demond for us ready to collect. So we're delighted that Elliot has done that for us as well. Also, we are adding... A framed and signed print from McDermott Park. This is from a guy called Picks by Pedro, which I will post up all his details on Twitter. And he's post he posts kind of drone footage from over stadiums. He's done a crack on a Dumbarton. He's done loads of football grounds, but this one's of McDermott Park. And we will get it signed by Jeff Brown as well. So that'll be signed and framed. It's a lovely th looking thing. Um, go to Picks at Picks by Pedro on Twitter to get a, a look. But we will post all the details to that on there. That's going in the bundle as well. So a bit of Saints memorabilia uh, signed by Jeff Brown. So we had to thank Pedro for donating that to the prize bundle. And finally for this week, this one is absolutely massive. We have to thank Derek Allen for giving this or donating it to the, the charity cause. This is a bottle of Winner's Edition St. Johnson Whiskey by Eden Mill. There's like 225 bottles available. And this bottle is number 149 of 225. And it is signed on the back by the three treble winners. So we've got Stevie May, Michael Halloran, and David Witherspoon have signed the back of the bottle. So this is an absolute collector's item. And this is going into the prize bundle. But do you want to win it? Well, there's a very easy way to do it. All you need to do is go to our Just Giving page, which is justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash dogger saints. And for every £5 you donate, you'll get an entry into the raffle. So when you do donate, make sure and put your name in, not anonymous, to make sure that your entry is counted. But as we say, we're doing this for Saints in the community. That's our charity. We are raising money for this year. Let's keep it local. Let's keep it within St. Johnston and the local surrounding areas. And I'm absolutely delighted to be doing some fundraising for them. But I don't just expect you to chip in without me having to do something ridiculous to part with your hard-earned money. Times are hard. It's the old, uh, what did I hear somebody call it the other day? It's like the Platy Jubes version of the, the Cosy Lives, apparently, is the, the name that all the, the cool kids are calling the cost of living crisis. Not me, certainly. So what I am planning to do is I'm going to do a cycle. That's not too difficult, you think. But what I'm planning to do is before the Hibernian game on the 22nd of April, that's going to be the Saints Community fundraising day at the match. So I am going to cycle to the match. Again, doesn't sound too bad. But my, my starting point is going to be Warrington in Cheshire, where my brother lived. Um, remember the story about my brother who sadly passed away last year. He was a very keen cyclist, and the nearest stadium to where he lived was the Halliwell Jones Stadium, home of the Warrington Wolves uh, rugby league team. So I'm going to start there, and I am going to cycle to McDermott Park. It's 300 miles and should roughly take about 24 hours. So that is what I am going to do to get you to hopefully part with some, some cash. And like I said, for every entry as well, uh, you've got a chance to win the bundle. And if you've got anything St. Johnson related you want me to put into the, the prize bundle, please do get in touch. Any donations into that would be delightful and well-received. So really, really appreciate any help with that one. So as I say, the details are www.justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash dogger saints and i will post a photo of all the prizes we've received so thanks again this week to picks by pedro Derek allen and oh there's an el paz mug in there as well to go with his baseball cap as well so thanks to uh, elliot parish as well for the for the prizes getting donated Team. Uh, theme team. 
It's theme team time, and as per you guys have sent in your theme team. <laughs> I'm getting a bit nervous because we've got a radio professional sitting next to me. Lynn's helping me out for this one today. You're not going to cut that out. I would be redoing that. Jeez, oh. No, we're, we're, we're going with it. We're sticking with it. Theme team, farms, farmers. This is what we're covering. The fine people of Perth and St. Johnson players. Lynn's got the list and she is going to go through them. I've not seen the list. She's compiled it this week for me. So take it away, gaffer. Ian Miller says Kenny Chuchter. Good. <laughs> it, that's Kenny Juker. I might have to explain a lot of these. He's Joey, he's from Denny. Oh, good. Oh, that's nice. You don't have to explain them. I'm not stupid. <laughs> Stuart Morris, Nathan Plowndes. Nice. Um, Chris Hogg says, Alam Main. Instead of Alan Main, yeah, okay. Uh, nah, that's not very good. Oh, Stephen says, Danny Granger. Low hanging fruit, that one. Um, at Super STS. I presume that's come through on Twitter. Says Hen Middleton. <laughs> that's good. That is good. Um, Teddy says Combine Harvester. Combine Harvester. Combine. Combine Harvester. Combine. Rowan. Right. Nice. Yeah, good. And Ian says Ryan McCowan. Oh, <laughs> very clever, Ian. Very clever. <laughs> you got that one. Uh, Teddy uh, on Facebook's... Um, Twitter profile photo is Deirdre Rashid and the guy. I don't know why. I just and found who? that was funny. Ken Barlow. Uh, no, the I think it was Mr. Rashid. What's his name again? Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, him. Um, Stuart says Paul Shearing. Blair Kaler says John Lambie. Chris McLaughlin's suggestion was Slurry Davidson. I think that came that, up last week in the that, what, for the the gritters. Yeah, the, yeah. Ca the Council Gritters. Because I remember reading it out. Come on, Chris, you need to up your game. Or is this a different guy that sent it in? Maybe. Um, Jan says Jodie Morris. You like Jodie Morris, don't you? I, I used to love Jodie Morris. I mean, I, I'm still saying he's all right, but I used to fancy him. What do you mean, what do you mean all right? <laughs> well, he's not ugly, let's be honest. He's about five foot three. Uh-huh, I'm five foot one. Perfect. A match made in heaven. Um, Paul Gray says Lee Crofter, Lee Kelman... Callum Davidson, very good. But this is actually my favourite. Ian Buckley says Jamie McCart horse. <laughs> <laughs> because the good old saying, when you come in, when you've got your shopping bags, I'm like a cart horse. Or as my mum says, a cart horse. <laughs> oh, bloody Falkirk, a cart horse. Uh, congratulations, who is that? Oh. Who sent that one in? Ian Buckley, you are the winner of this week's El Paz mug. I finally found a way to get rid of them. One for our cupboard that we've already had coffee in. No, one of the ones from the box in the living room. So you're just giving them away on this podcast then? You're getting rid of them? Yeah. Yes, I am. It was misplaced banner. We thought they'd fly out the door. Turns out they haven't. Okay. Um, what's the theme for next week? What, what do you, I'll let you pick. You're the guest this week. What would you like? Well, do you know what? It's um, pancake. When is Pancake Day? It's coming up. Tuesday, I think. So because it's Pancake Day, maybe like baking? Or pancaking, pancakey baking theme. <laughs> Can you stop saying pancake and baking, please? Some sort of baking pancake theme. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. Can you think of anything on top of your head? Oh, God. going to put me on the spot. Um, Stevie Merang. Stevie Merang. Merang. <laughs> Jesus. I think we could probably do better out there. I'll go for, uh, who do, who's, who's my go-to? Paz L. Pa, L. Not, uh, not Elliot Parish, Nutella, because you put that on pancakes. Mm -hmm. Very good. Not though, is it? No, 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 it's not. You can do better than that. All the usual social streams, get in touch. We'll put a post up on Twitter. And again, Lynn, thank you for your contribution. Thank you. It's been lovely. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. See you next week. Yeah, this is it, the way you're going to get me on every week now <laughs> to do all your crappy work. Absolutely. But anyway, are we quiz anyone? It's quiz time 
And another St. Johnson fan steps up to have a go at the only St. Johnson-based podcast quiz out there. It's Saints Masters, and we have got Gary Mitchell this week. Hi, Gary. How are you? Not too bad, Sam. How's yourself? Very well. Thank you very much. Thank you for thinking of me. I hope I, I didn't embarrass myself, but I get the feeling that I'm going to. No, not at all. The questions are fairly, fairly reasonable this week, as you all be known. For anybody who doesn't know Gary Mitchell, but went to go see um, the when the Saints came in, he was the big Celtic bird. <laughs> Aye, that was me. Uh, I'm, uh, not the first time I've dressed in drag, but probably the best I've ever looked. And it won't be the last time either, I presume. Absolutely not, no. I'm <laughs> chapping at the bit to go again. <laughs> Whereabouts in the country are you guys for people that don't know you? Uh, living in Edinburgh, currently. Lovely. You're my second Edinburgh caller today. Somebody was in Pennycook trying to have a go at Wendy Who. They didn't get it. Oh, really? There you go. More, more. Ah, it's, uh, international Saints fans. Oh, well, this is it. And you made your way to Tanadice yesterday? I did indeed, yes. Uh, I got got through uh, for the game, which was grand. Dumped the burden in Perth at my folks and gave the missus a, a weekend to herself. So I got to go to the football. It was bra. And wow. some result as well, especially that second goal for Stevie. <laughs> well, indeed, well, it's an absolute treat that was. Uh, and I'm fresh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, sorry, RIP Brigade. Um, it looked like a nasty injury, to be fair, that, that ended up getting subbed off. Nothing to do with them being absolutely embarrassed. I made an absolute kind of it. Yeah, I don't think there's anything worse than a bruised ego there. Correct, correct. But we have got 10 questions for you, Dan. Uh, Dan? Dan? Gary? Fucking hell. Dan's not here anymore. It's just me. I'm flying solo. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> I'll, edit, I'll edit that about. Um, you've got 10 <laughs> questions, Gary. Three points for each question, apart from your three bonus questions, which are questions number three, six, and nine, and they are worth six points. And this week's theme is Harry Potter. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, no. If you've ever listened to this quiz, Gary, you'll be well aware it's got nothing to do with the topic in question. I was watching Harry Potter with uh, Nolan Miles this morning and going, right, I'll try and come up with three loosely basic Johnson questions on the theme of Harry Potter. When you hear the questions, you'll realise Jesus H. Christ on a bike. Um, but are you, are you ready to go? I am good to go, mate. Let's go for it. Let's do it. Nice. Uh, right, question number one. It's always usually a nice, easy one, Gary, to kind of get you on your merry way. Who, oh, I'll tell you what, I don't have a, every single week, I don't have a pen. Right, uh, just talk to yourself for one second. Ah, oh, no worries, I. I'm good at that. Right, I'm back. I've got a pen and paper now. That's us. Question number one. Who recently, re recently replaced Dre Wright as this season's top goal scorer? Oh, no. It'll be Stevie May, I'm assuming. Absolutely bang on the money, yes. He's yeah. now on six goals, <laughs> replacing Dre Wright, who was on five. Three points, you're off to a flyer. Yes. <laughs> Number two looks pretty reasonable as well. Uh, the Ormond stand is named after which former manager? Uh, Willie Ormond. Willie well, Ormond, well, aye, Willie. Yep, Willie is aye. the answer we were looking for. Fantastic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's as funny as me saying the word Council Gritter last week. I, had, I want to say yeah. okay. <laughs> Giggling for days after that. I'm a child. I'm, I'm 40 this year, guys, but I'm still an absolute man-child, as you're well aware. Oh, yes. Same as myself, mate. Indeed, indeed. Right. The first bonus question on Harry Potter. Dear God, right. You can tell mm. I write these questions. <laughs> Harry Potter buys all, buys all his wizarding equipment from Diagon Alley, but which alley was sold from St. Johnson to Sunderland for £400,000? <laughs> Aye. I believe, I believe the answer you're looking for is Ali McCann, Sam. <laughs> you are incorrect. St. Johnson to Sunderland what? for £400,000 was Ali McCoist. Oh, my God. I, oh, I was not, I'm not paying attention. I'm too busy laughing at the, the very loose theme of the, of the record. <laughs> I'm not paying attention. God damn it. Yeah, uh, I've been hoodwinked. St. Johnson <laughs> to Preston North End for... Was it, one, ah. was it 1 million? 1.1 1 .1 or something like that? 1.2 million? But no, oh, uh, ah. Ali McCoist in 1981 went to Sunderland for £400,000. Ah, oh, oh, damn it. I uh, Bloody Harry Potter throwing me, that's what it was. <laughs> God damn. Don't you worry, we go, we go again. <laughs> Question four. <laughs> Which St. Johnson player wears the number 20 shirt? Come on, try to think. 20, 20, 20. I'll give you a clue. He's not played this season yet. Chris Kane? It is not Chris Kane. It is Ross Sinclair. Ah, bugger. 
That's a, that's a tricky one to be fair. Um, I did actually have the word oh. which goalkeeper was in there, but I, t- I took it out. But I wish I could have kept that in there. Yeah. It was Ross Sinclair, right? right. <laughs> uh, question right. number five: Who did Richie Foster play for directly before and after his spell with St. Johnson? Mm-hmm. It was Ross County. It was Ross County. Yes, correct. Yeah. He played thirty games before, then joined us, then played another thirty-three afterwards. So, yep, Ross County, nine points. You're on. That was correct. Bonus question number two on Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry, I can't get through this with a straight face, right? Let's try. Let's try this. Try. So, <laughs> Harry Potter often flies on a broomstick, but who was between the sticks when Saints won the Challenge Cup in two thousand seven? <laughs> <laughs> this is good. That's clever. I, I'm I'm appreciating the humour of that. Thanks, man. Hey, two thousand seven. Oh, now. Oh, I'm trying to think who was after. Before Alan Manis's time, uh, who was before Alan Manis? Oh, I'm absolutely drawing a blank. Uh, I'm going to say Alan. I can't. I can't think. I'm going to say Alan Manis. I know it's no, but oh. I'll say Alan Manis. It was Alan Main. Was he still playing as late as that? Yeah, oh, that's blowing my mind. Yeah, that he came back. That was on his after his second spell with us. So yeah, Alan Main was in goal <sighs> that day. Not to worry, we go again. Right, question number seven. Paul Sturrock replaced who as St. Johnson manager in 1993? Oh, oh this is shocking. Um, oh, we're just a nipper as well. Uh, I, oh, Alex Totten, no. Alex Totten, I'll say Alex Totten, I think it is. It was John McClelland. Jeez, uh, I can't, that doesn't even ring a bell with me. That's, I'm, I'm showing my, my age here. Ah, that was a young tricky one. He, was, he wasn't in there for very long, to be fair. Um, <laughs> right. The question eight. St. Johnson's first ever match was on the 7th of March, 1885, against Caledonian Railway. The score was 1-0. But who won? That's a 50-50. Let's go with St. Johnson. <sighs> Wrong 50-50. They got beat 1-0. <laughs> Ah, I'm having an absolute mare here. You've not got the lowest points ever yet. Um, don't you worry about that. Right. Yeah, I like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, question three, bonus question on Harry Potter. This is when I was really toiling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the house colours for Gryffindor is claret and amber, similar to that of Motherwell. St. Johnson beat Motherwell 5-1 at Fir Park in 2018. But who scored a hat-trick for Saints that day? Uh, was it... Stephen McLean. It certainly was, my friend. Yes. Good oh, six pointer. Go. Really. Pull out and over. And his last game for the club before he'd already signed a pre contract with Hearts. Uh, but he signed off his last ever game with a hat trick. Uh, who else scored that day? That Irish oh. guy that went back. I uh, can't remember his name, but he was. We've never had good much luck with Irish guys, to be fair. So uh, I can't remember his name. No, they, they seem to love and leave us. They do indeed. Right. That was decent. That was a good six pointer there. And question number 10 is the lineup question. I will give you a starting 11 uh, from a significant match in St. Johnson's history. You just tell me the year. So the Ooh. team is, in goal was Balvage. Then we've got Trainer, McVicker, Thompson, Cherry, Johnston, Moore, Curran, Roddy, Jenkins, Heddle, Maskery. Oh, I think I've said 12 players there, to be fair. I think Maskery was on the bench. Right, that is going to be... Oh. 1990... Oh, one year out. I've always wanted to say that. Or, <laughs> or one wheel out or one feet out. I'm not deciding yep. what my catchphrase for this is going to be. But yeah, it was 1989. <laughs> and that was the team that played Manchester United in the opening match of McDermott. Well, the official opening of McDermott Park. Uh, but not, okay, well, a year out, I'm not, not too bad. Not too bad. Before you can, you could have been, what, what year were you born, guys? 80... 86 I was. 86 so you would have been literally been three years old so yeah i can be yep. you can be uh, forgiven for, <laughs> for not getting that but 15 points is a decent total oh, not too bad you've done better than i was expecting to do to be fair yeah you've, you've done all right and uh, i know you're not a harry potter fan so obviously that that didn't help yep <laughs> as loosely based as the questions were <laughs> yeah honestly, i was trying to shoehorn robbie coltrane into it somehow but i couldn't even get that to yeah me. um but you've also got a three and ten i'll give you 10 seconds to name three saint johnson something or others and um that's it that'll be a bonus point and that'll take you to 16 points are you are you ready to go for this one okay let's go for it see my buttons ready 
answer there. Right, you've got 10 seconds to name three teams St. Johnson have beaten in the league this season while Saints have been wearing teal and magenta. Oh, Dundee United. Uh, ah, Rangers and... Uh, hearts. No, we haven't beat Hearts. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. You could have had Dundee United twice. I would have given you it for both. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've beaten them twice at Tannadice and uh, we've also uh, beat Motherwell away not too long ago beat them 2-0 we wore it that day and who else have we beaten there'll be somebody else I've forgotten about but yeah could have had Dundee yeah. United there's, <laughs> a, there's been at least four uh, four victories um, who am I missing Motherwell we drew one all with St Mirren no two all with St Mirren uh, yeah I was at that game as I was miserable that night if I remember uh, yeah, it wasn't the best. It was a, a dreek wet night in Paisley. When is it not? When is it not dreek in Paisley? Yeah, yeah. Ross County away it was, and Ali Crawford scored two. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, just, just straight after the winter break. Yeah. Um. So that was the four matches: Dundee United twice, Ross County, and Motherwell are the the four teams we have beaten in Teal Magenta. But fifteen points, guys, a decent total. Not too bad. Happy with that. Good. When are you next back up to Sunny Pershire? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Um, we've got the little one's birthday coming up and some other things planned in, so I'll have to check my calendar with the good lady, uh, but hopefully not too long. And where will you be going for a drink if you do come back, Gary? I do, I do believe I might go to the wee staff club on uh, on Fuse Road. Lovely. Colloquially known as the Dogger. The Dogger. <laughs> a fine establishment, yeah. so it is. That is that. Good stuff, guys. Thanks again, <laughs> mate, for your time, and take care, and I'll speak to you very soon, buddy. No worries. Cheers, Sam. Take Thanks care, again, mate. mate. See you. Bye-bye, bye. Bye-bye. The Dogger Saints podcast is proudly sponsored by Flonix. Flonix offers flexible IT support, professional IT project delivery and expert IT advice. Our head office is based in Perth. We service most areas within the UK. We can support any size of company and we excel in delivering a fast, reliable and accountable service to our clients. We take a flexible approach to IT, which is determined by our clients' business needs. We can operate as the client's IT department or add to an existing IT resource within the company. Our people are highly trained professionals who have the expertise to assess, repair and maintain any PC, server, network or Apple Mac system. Check out flonix.co.uk for all the details. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Lynn. Right, let's get a guest on. We've got a manager, a proper one, who's still in his role at the moment. We're speaking to St. Johnson Women's Manager, Mark Nesbitt, who's been in the role since August last year. And I'm delighted to have him on and happy and willing to speak to us. So let's get to it. How you doing, Mark? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks very much. Um, I'm glad to be involved tonight and be on, be on the podcast. So uh, all good. Oh, with an intro like that, you can you can come on any time you want. You buttered me up. That's <laughs> the right way to go around it. A weekend off this week, which has got to be a nice wee break. Yeah, it's welcome. It's, you know, it's 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 good having games every week, but also it's it's nice when you when you've got a free weekend and. We've kind of given the players a little bit of time this week to to do one or two wee different things because they're they're in a lot and they're they're, they're working hard and so it's nice to get a bit of downtime for everybody as well. And then we're we're back again next week or like Tuesday night, so we'll we'll get on it again on Tuesday. Like that's that. Um, yeah, after a what seems like a, a run of forty four consecutive away games, it'll be nice <laughs> to get back to uh, get back to the Riverside. I know it's been a long time. Like yeah, just the way that the the fixtures worked out, and then unfortunately, you know, Genefield had a, a bit of problem with frozen pipes and that. So it's, we've had to change um, and reverse a couple of fixtures around as well. So it's it's just an unfortunate situation. But you know, it, it works to our advantage this time as well because we've now got a good run of uh, six, seven, or eight game, home games in a row now as well. So you know, it's it's all fine. It's all works out good. Brilliant. You've been at the club since what August. Um, how how have you found it since you've 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 came? Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. It's been um, it's been an interesting um, four or five months so far. There's been a lot going on, um, but there's there's a real potential in in the club and um, to to move things forward. And that was one of the things that that really attracted to me to to the role. Like, eh? so and, um, there's so many good people at St Johnston within the club and within the women's section and, and just generally in, the, in the, the employees of the football club. So it's it makes it a really enjoyable environment to work in like and be involved in. So it's it's been a good four or five months so far, although there's been 
a variety of challenges in different ways over that. It's all part of football at the end of the day. This, it works. This is it. Um, Jade Greenshield, who's been a big part of the, the setup um, at St. Johnson and through Genefield as well, has announced her retirement. Would she be a, a loss to the team? Absolutely. Not, not just um, on field-wise, but off-field-wise she will be, yeah. I mean, as you said, Jade's been there for a long time and um, she's, a, she's a player that um, I've got a lot of respect for and a lot of time for. And um, it's just an unfortunate situation that she finds herself in now trying to juggle football, work and, um, and her family life and, you know, something's, something's got to give. And, and at this stage, it's unfortunately had to be the, be the football side of things. But, um, you know, the door's always welcome and I've spoke to her about one or two wee other opportunities and that that we can maybe look at in the future. But I think in the meantime, she's just got to kind of get a, get a family situation, get a work situation settled down a little bit and then we can maybe explore that a little bit further. Yeah, that's it. I think she'd um, had to swap shifts every Sunday for the past five or six years. It must have been uh, getting a wee bit difficult for her. But the the current crop or the current squad at the moment, uh, there's some absolutely outstanding players in there. The amount of times Morgan uh, Seedman has been linked with either goal of the season or goal of the month or player of the month is, I can, can't even count on two hands how many times that's came up over the last couple of seasons for her. Yeah, she's, she's a really good player. Um, you know what, what I like about her is as well as her attitude towards uh, learning and, and getting better. Um, she's always asking questions in training or asking things in, in the games about, you know, not just her performance, but things about the team and, and coming up with ideas. Just a real, real positive influence within, within the group. But there's a number of players like that, to be honest. You know, they're a really good group. Um, they've got some good characters in there as well. And it's um, it's easy to work with them because, you know, they're, they're, they've got... Um, They've got something about them that's that you don't always find. Sometimes you know you can have challenging players in the wrong way, but they're challenging players in the in a good way, um, and it's, it is really really encouraging to work with them and and just their their, their thoughts on and, and their feelings on how to get better and where where they need to go with their game. So it's um, it makes myself and other staff's job a lot easier when when the players have that mindset and open mindset to things. It's it's really good. Yeah, from from speaking to uh, some of the players previously, you can tell it's quite a, a very close knit uh, bunch of girls there. So it's, there doesn't seem to be any kind of like it's a very harmonious dressing room. Yeah, th- there is that. There's they're absolutely yeah, they're good friends on the pitch and off the pitch, and you know that that's um, that's not easy to always find. And they they do have a, a good bond with each other, and you know some sometimes we could maybe be a little bit more challenging with each other, and that's where we need to get to. Um, just about making more demands on each other on the on the pitch, um, so that we can we can improve. But as as far as a group of people goes, they're 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 really one of the best groups that I've that I've worked with. How how you've been in obviously been in the um, the women's game for a while. We're obviously at four for um, Birmingham as well. Uh, yeah. Previously, how obviously the how have you noticed the game improving or getting more exposure over the last few years? It's it must be really encouraging. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, every year it seems to move forward again. Not even just every year, you know, every month or every, it, it seems to take another wee step. And I think for me, the, the biggest thing this year um, has been the, the move to the SPFL and kind of coming under that body as well. It's made such a difference just to, um, the, I think, the mindset and the exposure that, that, that the uh, women's game's getting. And, and I can only see that improving as the, the months and years go on. Um, and the other things, you, you see the amount of men's teams now that are involved, or they've got women's teams, I think that can only be a, a positive thing as well, that you've got the expertise, knowledge, support of of um, of the football clubs um, with the women's teams now. I think that's it's only going to get better. It is, and uh, they get to use all the facilities as well. Now, we'll touch on this very, very briefly. There was a, the opportunity for for the women's team to play a game at McDermott. There was an issue with the pitch or whatever, and it was had to be rearranged and moved back to Genefield. Will another opportunity like that come up before the end of the season, or will they be planning it on, in, in the next year? Yeah, I mean, that's something that, that we have on the agenda to try and do that. Um, part of the, the women's development plan set up is to, to get games played or get a couple of games played at McDermott, but um, it's 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 always difficult regarding the weather and just um and the pitch. You know the the pitch itself is is it's it's um it's one of the the harder pitches to maintain in the league. 
um, just due to the makeup of it. Very political, um, so, very politically correct there. Yep. Um, <laughs> Terrible. Uh, so would be another word for it. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, um, but you know the, the the staff and the and the clubs do the, do the best they can with um, mm. what the resources they've got with it. Um, and I, think, I guess if we if we can get an opportunity to play it there, then then we'll, we'll look forward to doing that. Like, and, and it's something that the club want to support as well. It's just finding the right time to do it where it's going to going to work for everybody. That's uh, um, so your role as as manager of the club isn't just a case of just going and picking a team. What What is your, your day-to-day running? What What is it you actually do? What is, what's a typical a typical day? And what does right, it involve? Well, a typical day is, I've, I've, I do this as a part-time role. Mm-hmm. Um, so a typical day is doing my day job and then having this over and above that. So ideally, where, where I want to get to with with this role is to, to really develop the off-field side of things to support the players on-field. So that's, that's my, my focus, is to make sure that all the... You know the the organisation, the setup, the support, the finances, the facilities, all that side of things is taken care of for the players. Um, be a link as well between um, like the, the women's staff and players and the football club, um, and making sure that we, we build that partnership uh, as much as we can. So th- that's my my main primary role is to do that. As things have changed, I've taken on a little bit more of the football side of things um, in the last few months. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping that over the, um, the next couple of months that I can start to, to move away from that side of things and let the, the staff there get involved in that. Because we are in the moment just um, still looking to, to appoint a permanent head coach uh, and I'm working with a couple of folk at the moment to try and, to try and do that. Like, eh? Brilliant. Um, obviously, finances, you touched on there, is, is vitally important in one of your roles. Uh, how can people get involved with the team? Is sponsorship available for matches or things like that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've got different kind of packages for matches. So we've got actual match sponsor, we've got match ball sponsor, but we've also got different opportunities as well regarding this um, on the on the kit, on the strips, on the warm up stuff. There's there's various different um, avenues that people can go down, which obviously have different pricing structures with them as well. And I would just encourage anybody if they are interested in doing that to to get in touch with me at my email address which is martinisbettperthsaints.co.uk uh, and then we can range a meeting from there and um, and get involved. But it's it's a good club to be involved in. There's real good exposure to be had within the women's game as well. So there's, if there is businesses out there or, or individuals out there, then I would certainly encourage them to, to give me a shout and see what we can do. Brilliant. Uh, and even get down to the matches on a Sunday. See, Johnston, the men's team rarely play on a, on a Sunday. So... They can do that on a Saturday, and with a, the massive run of, I think, seven or eight home games in a row uh, going on a Sunday afternoon, it's definitely worth it. I've been down a few times. It's a it's great entertainment value, and obviously St. Johnson's season ticket get, holders get in for free as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's you know, there's, there's been a couple of games here where we've had a good amount of supporters at the game, and it, it really is important for the players to, to have that support, and um We'd, we'd just encourage everybody to come along and, and use their season ticket at the women's games as well. Come along, and, and I'm sure they would, like you've said yourself, you know, they would be entertained. It's a, it's a good environment to come and watch football in. Um, and I think they would have a really, really good day out if they, if they come along and watch it. But um, the more people that's there, the better it is for us because um, the players will get a wee bit of buzz off of that as well when you've got more more people in the, in the stands watching the game. Um, so hopefully we can get some, some more in, like you say. We've got a number of home games coming as well, so hopefully people can get in a little bit of a routine of that being their Sunday thing to do is to, to come down to Riverside and watch women's team. Exactly, and I, I, I couldn't have put it better myself. Um, be, be be well aware if you have never been down, you will hear Celine Dion over the Tannoy at one point. No, I'll just have to point that out. Yeah, I, I kind of, honestly, I kind of apologise enough for the, the music choice from the players. It's pretty poor, like. <laughs> but, um, I, I definitely try and not get involved in that at all. I'll leave them to it, but... Certainly not my choice, that's for sure. <laughs> is that Alex Moody? Is that her decision making? No, is I, it? I'm, I'm not sure if it's Alex. I think it's um, I think it's Ellie May that's responsible for that. It's her phone anyway that gets connected. So whether she's taking the playlist for the players or it's actually her choice, I'm not sure. But we'll blame her anyways. Yeah, why not? Uh, speaking of Ellie May, <laughs> she's a player that's certainly um, kind of changed positions over the last year and it seems to be to be working out for her. Yeah, I mean, Ellie May's been excellent, and I'll be honest with you, it's easy. Um, every game that she plays, I think she she puts in a great performance. 
She's so versatile as well. She can be used in two or three different areas and um, she always does a good job for us. And, and it's something that ultimately, you know, as, as this season goes in, in into the into the summertime, we want to have a conversation with Ellie about, you know, where does she see herself playing week in, week out, so that we can get a consistent um, approach with her. But she's been so, so good this season um, in, in a variety of positions. And again, it's really helpful to have a player like that in the group. Like Ace. Yeah. I've been really happy with her. Brilliant. And what have you told the players? God, what's what's your what was your ambitions coming in? Uh, what did you tell the players where where you wanted to be by the end of the season? What's the targets going into the the kind of the business end of the season, so to speak? An consistent first half of the season, I would say. So it's leave this wee bit of a challenge with where where we where we want to try and end up. I think um, where we're at now, I think if we can get to a stage where we're probably too far off of, of being able to win the league. Um, but if we can get up into to challenging for, you know, second, third, fourth positions, then I think that would be a, a really good season for us. Um, there's there's a lot to be done on the pitch and there's a lot to be done off the pitch to, to get ourselves in a position where we would be ready to, to play in Premier League One. And um, I think we'd need another year to be able to do that. But there's a lot of stuff between now and the summertime that we can get the foundations down so that when we start again in the summer, that we're really challenging and looking to to get promotion into, into Premier League One for next, um, next season. Brilliant. And hopefully all the, a lot of these games will be played up at McDermott. Like I said, I know the weather yeah. certainly not helped as well, but um, the more people that obviously no. turn up, the, the better it is for, for you guys. And uh, obviously improvements can be can be made through the squad as well. But no, it's a it's a great time to be to be following women's football. The St. Johnson team as well, as I say, I can't encourage enough people uh, to actually go down and, and watch it. It's a it's a great afternoon, as you said. Yeah, yeah. I hope I hope people do do that. And um, let's say it can make a massive difference to to the players and, and how they perform on the day. If they've just got a, an extra 50, 60, 70 people there watching them, it can be a huge huge difference for them. So so hopefully we can we can get those bodies along and and, um, and support the players uh, next Sunday and Br- every week after. Brilliant. And I, I forgot to say, just as you, you touched earlier on, they're friends on and off the pitch and also married in some instances as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've got we've got um, uh, two girls that are married within the group as well. Brilliant, great stuff, Mark. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you today. Good luck against Queens Park on Sunday. I'll come and say hi when I'm when I'm down because I'll be yeah, coming absolutely. along. And if you need us for anything, let us know. But we'll post all the links on our social media to all the sponsorship packages and the fixture lists and everything uh, for the for the upcoming Excellent. matches as well to help out. All right, but it's been an absolute Excellent. pleasure, Mark. Thanks for coming and speaking to me, and have a lovely rest of your Sunday. Yeah, no, thanks very much for your time. Pleasure to come on, and if there's anything we can do to support anything in the future as well, just give us a shout. Brilliant. Thanks. What a guy. Thanks again, Mark. Appreciate that, buddy. Right. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Yeah, Cheers. Bye-bye. bye-bye. Lovely guy, Mark. And uh, one thing we never touched on as well is they'd never run out of pies by half time, so that's a bonus in my eyes. Right. Let's get Lynn back, and we will do this. What's the shop? Club shop of shame. What's the shop? Club shop of shame. Say what? What's the shop? Club shop of shame. What's the shop? Shame. The Club Shop of Shame is back, or as we like to call it, let's take the piss out of Rangers and Celtic for selling stuff. And this week does not disappoint either. So, but I can't do this by myself, so I have drafted in some help this week. When you say drafted, you mean roped in. You've roped me into doing this. To be fair, I have done a lot for you, so this is just a wee favour. I've given you two beautiful children. I bought you a McDonald's today. What more can you possibly want? You bought me three chicken selects and you ate one chicken select. So I got two chicken selects out of the McDonald's. But thank you, you have done so much for me. I bought you a pot noodle last week when you were hungover. That's about £1.09 for a pot noodle. And you could buy a lot of pot noodles with the money that's going to cost you this week's Club Shop of Shame item is a Rangers product. So that's pr- you're probably ideal. Let's, it'd be fair to say, you growing up, you are a Rangers fan. Would that be fair to say? That is 100% accurate, <laughs> yes. But you obviously now support St. Johnson. Well, well... No comment on that. Oh, your kids are going to be mascots next week and uh, you're going to come and watch that. Yeah, well, no, I'm not actually watching it because, as you know, but now you've put me on the spot, I have a girls' day out in Falkirk with my Falkirk pals, where, of course, I grew up. We've not seen each other for a long time. We don't get together very often. And we're meeting up and it's been organised for about six weeks now. So, unfortunately, I am unable to cancel. But I will... Watch the videos that you send me. 
They're my top more. Top more indeed. Now, this thing this week is probably the most expensive item we've ever had on the club shop of shame. But I'm going to t- sell you its benefits and you can tell me what you think. For being a Rangers fan, you might thoroughly enjoy this item. Okay. Right, this is the patron's package uh, for Edmiston House. If you don't know what Edmiston House is, it's the new Rangers kind of museum and state-of-the-art facility. And you can get the patron's package, which is invitation only. But the benefits include being an official patron, welcome you get a welcome pack, including a gift and certificate signed by the Rangers chairman and manager. Did you okay, like that? That's okay. Uh, Standard. Yes, you get your name slash company name displayed on a plaque within the club museum. Okay, a plaque, always good. Get, uh, oh, that's not, that's not all. It sounds like one of them shopping channels. You don't like, I, right, for, I don't think I've ever talked about this. I've got a thing about sitting watching home shopping channels and you hate them. I detest them. Because they're just, they're so irritating. They go over and over what you can do with an item. They don't tell you the price and it goes on and on. They're very repetitive. Um, half of the stuff is overpriced and I don't know why you like to watch them. They drive me insane. But also, this is another reason why you would not be a radio presenter because we started talking about a patron's package and now we're on to a shopping channel chat. You've obviously never listened to the podcast. Thanks for that. Oh, I listen that. every week. Every week. <laughs> right. Back to the patrons package. It also included two times VIP invitations to the opening night of Edmiston House, the gala dinner event in February 2023. Everybody likes an opening night and everybody likes a gala dinner. (laughs) You've hosted a few gala dinners in your day. I have, and I've been to a few opening nights. Some not so good. It depends on what the food is usually, but because there's a gala dinner, you know you're in for a treat. It's not like going to be canapes getting horsed around. That's never good. No, no, not anyway. Sorry, yeah, we're supposed to be talking about a patron's packaging. You've gone on to food, which is uh, very much like you. That's the second time we've covered food in this one. Right, you also, on top of the two VIP invitations for the opening night of the Emerson House Gala Dinner, Four times hospitality invitations per season within the museum hospitality. So you get to visit four times? Yeah, for hospitality. Okay, all right. At the museum, not at a Rangers game. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) Right. Um, Or else there's got to be more. But wait, that's not all. Two times tickets for all official club events at Edmiston House, including concerts, club dinners and events, etc. Okay. Oh, well, um, oh no, Harry Styles has been at Ibrox. Who else? So if there's a big axe plane, you would get in for free? I presume so. Yeah. Uh, priority ticketing access for all Edmiston House events. Two times director box invitations per season for the actual football. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. Two times VIP invites to the patrons end of season dinner at Edmiston House, hosted by the Rangers Football Club Board. Okay. Another dinner. Official Rangers patron club tie. Okay. Okay. Mainly for male but that's fine. I'm not going to cut about with a tie on, but... Wear it around your head. Why is there ties on the bedroom floor, by the way? What are you talking about? Upstairs in the bedroom, there's ties on the floor. I don't want people thinking that we're in that kind of kinky stuff. Who's coming into our bedroom other than you and I? Kids. Well, they're not going to know what people do with a tie. And also, I'll tell you why the ties are there. Because you left them lying at your arse. That's why they're there. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, you also get an invitation to an annual patrons board meeting with the Rangers Football Club board. And a meeting. You get invited to a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would I would be missing that. I bloody hate meetings. And I know I see this all the time, but I don't know what it means, but you get a lifetime my Jer's gold membership. Okay. Like a, like a membership to like a fan club thing or something. I think you need it for like getting tickets and away tickets and stuff like that. But that is it. That's the patron's package. How much would you pay for all of that? Get to visit the museum about 19 times a year. Well, there's a couple of gala dinners in there. There's the thing about the tickets. There's the director's box thing. There's the My Jers thing, which if you are getting priority tickets, you know, some tickets are hard to get. Like the cup final match, that next weekend, this weekend, this weekend, that's, um, they're like gold dust. So, you know, if you were going to get a hand to get them. So actually, you know, this is going to be expensive. I know it is. And I've looked at the hospitality for a day at Ibrox and it's, it's dear. So it's going to be somewhere in the region of a thousand pounds or maybe more than that. I'm going to say more, but it's definitely going to be the thousands. I'm not going to say it out loud. I'm just going to show you the price and I gauge your reaction based on that. Oh my God, Jesus Christ. 50 grand plus VAT. 50 grand? Who the hell's got a spare 50 grand lying around? <laughs> that, it's a wee bit steep. A wee bit steep. It's your 40th next year, so... Would you, no, sorry, you're I'd rather th- the cash. I would rather the 50 grand cash, please. Okay, so 50 grand uh, for the 
the patrons package for Rangers. Uh, it seems to be a bit excessive, I'd feel. Maybe if uh, you really wanted it, though, you know, your pals could chip in maybe like a couple of grand each and then you would just work out who's going to go to what event, who's going to get the benefits. You know, some Rangers fans, if they, they're right up for it, they could just chip in. A wee tip for anybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, not for me, but uh, don't think I'll get that. Yeah, so 50 grand plus VAT for uh, your, your patrons package to the new Rangers Museum to get invited to a couple of gala dinners. Listen, you slag this, but see if it was a St. Johnson version of this and it was like maybe 20 grand, I can imagine you would be away trying to source the money to get it. Or you and all your pals, oh, 20 grand's all right, actually. So, I mean... If this was the St. Johnson version, you would be trying to get in about it. Daniel I. And this is Lynn's last ever time in the podcast. She's done very well. This is like when I used to do cooking badly, so I didn't have to do it again. Is this what, is this what you're all about here? <laughs> Listen, you said to me to come on. I'm just being myself, being honest. And that's who I am. <laughs> that's who I am. Thanks for that. And that's uh, thanks to James Knowles for sending that in. So... Do get in touch with us through any of the social streams. What social media platforms are there, Lynn? There's Twitter and there's Instagram and there's Facebook and there's now TikTok. For somebody who slags me off for using TikTok, now that person has also joined TikTok as Dogger Saints. That person is Sam, everybody. <laughs> Hello there. Uh, yeah, you can get us on TikTok. There's absolutely no content on it yet because I've not fathomed out how to, to work it. But I'm getting lots of videos on magicians and uh, life hacks. It throws everything that it thinks you're going to like, so you must keep watching things like magic and life acts. You'll get more of it. You liked my magic, though. We got a magic advent calendar this year, and I took all the tricks of the working it out. Yeah, I heard about that. We'll say no more. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Len. Wendy, Wendy, ho, Wendy, ho, yeah. Wendy, Wendy, ho, Wendy, ho, yeah. Who's it Who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? Wendy, who is back making a triumphant return? It's the mystery voice competition. This is the clip that is driving at least maybe three or four people bonkers. Hi, I'm. <coughs> and I'm the Dogger Saints mystery voice. Our first mystery voice was Charlie King, who's. Um, we're now. We're now volunteering at park runs and the like. We're good friends. I've never met this mystery guest uh, or, or Wendy Who, but we've got somebody on to see if they can guess who it is. And this week is Andy Dixon. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Not too bad at all. Good. Thank you. Whereabouts in the country are you currently? I am in Pennycook, just outside Edinburgh. I know Pennycook very well. It is home to Jason Kerr's mum. Yes, it is indeed. <laughs> Andy's brother. Indeed. Yep. Um, does he play for Pennycook? Uh, plays for the amateur team, the same as my brother-in-law. Ah, cool, cool. Um, now, we're friends on Twitter, you follow the Dogger Saints page, and you're not wearing a St. Johnson top, Andy. I am not, I'm a Hearts fan, but I stumbled, well, I say stumbled across, I deliberately listened, and decided this is the kind of podcast for me, for the banter and the everything else, so I listen every week. Oh, what a guy, what a guy. We need more people like you, Andy, tell your pals. Um, you know ah. how the competition works, uh, it's been to and from, but it's now back properly, unless you win it this week, and then that'll be it, back, back to back yep. again. again. <laughs> but there will be a prize for the winner if you can get it. I'll play you the clip, uh, you've probably heard it before, but here it is again, my friend. Hi, I'm... <coughs> and I'm the Dogger Saints mystery voice. Who the hell do you think that is, Andy? I thought it was Neil Janchik. <laughs> well, a former Heart of Midlothian player. Indeed. Indeed. And, well, let's find out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to find a button I've not used in a while on here. I've had it set up on this since the beginning. Let's find out. Is it if it's Neil Yang? Yang, Yang, chick, 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 chick. It is not ah, well. Neil Yagjangchanchik. Ah, well. Ah, not to worry, but I will give a clue out. It's the same era. I think he pretty much the same played, era. played in the same team. I'll, I'll be, I'll be fair to say. But 
uh, you've been uh, apologize or pass across you you've been trying to come on for a while to do this uh, we've, yes. never been, we've never been able to get the timings worked out last week or the week before we had an absolute nightmare with technology yes. but, but we are back you have been on and Annie we very much appreciate you listening buddy it's good job and uh, no shame about the result today Right, well, it's one of these things. Hopefully we bounce back for two weeks at home. Uh, well, if, nah, 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 don't, nah, not then. If you just want to keep your current terrible form up, that would be grand. But if you are round about Tynecastle, uh, come and say hi. We'll, we'll certainly be there. But Andy, pleasure as always, my friend. Thanks again, buddy. Yep. Take no care, my Cheers friend. Later. See you, mate. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Well, this has come to the end of another podcast, our one-hour kind of condensed effort is what we're trying to do now but bring it back on a weekly basis We've got loads of guests to look forward to coming up some brilliant exciting news remember the prize bundle is now live so get yourself involved with that uh, i have to thank standing lynn for coming and helping me out with a couple of the features this week uh, andy dixon for coming on to wendy who gary mitchell for coming on to theme team daniel lamb at flonix for sponsoring as always what a guy so go to flonix.co.uk for all your Flonixy computer-based IT requirements. You know it by now. Thanks to you guys for listening. See you on Saturday. We'll see you there, hopefully. I'll give me a wee wave. My kids are on the pitch. They're the mascots this week. So uh, if you want to leave any feedback on the podcast, do let us know. It's obviously a little bit different at the moment, but okay, I'm trying to make this as normal as, as possible. But enjoy. See you next week. Bye-bye. Do you have time to sing a goodbye song before you go? Always there. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well, that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon I know Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye, goodbye. And tomorrow just lie today